morning. This is Chad with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. Only Chad here today. Larry, uh, say your prayers. If you think about uh, him today, he's been out of the out of commission for a few days. He tried to come in yesterday and had to make him stay home today. So, uh, but definitely not feeling well. So, uh, and we've got Dawn traveling. I believe Erica's traveling. So it's Chad Solo with the Real Estate Pros. So welcome in on this wonderful Friday. If you're listening live, it is about 9.06 on Friday, May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo. And uh, if you're listening online, well, you can celebrate too from wherever you're at as well. So welcome in. And if you have a question or comment today, call in at 803-799-TALK. It's 803-799-8255. Today, uh, what we're going to talk about, or what I will be talking about, is credit and uh, some some things that have kind of, um, I guess, in in the mortgage world, have have uh, made some headlines here recently in the industry. Now, maybe um, to you guys out there who aren't in the industry, may not have heard of this, but we're going to talk about this new rule that that took effect May first, um, the LLPA. Uh, you guys who are in the industry may know what that is, but this is uh, called the loan level price adjustment. We're going to talk about this because it's made the headlines and that this new rule, effective May, uh, will mean that people with good credit scores um, will be underwriting people with bad credit scores, mortgages in some on some level. And we'll we'll kind of unpack that a little bit. But this this LLPA, this loan level price adjustment, is not anything new. It started in 2008 after the the last financial crisis. And so um it's just some rule changes that have taken place. And so um this is the, this is the basics of it though. What what's flying around on the internet and we'll discuss if it's true or not true. High credit scores effectively underwriting low credit score borrowers. Uh this is for Federal Housing Finance Agency. So it's um basically a way of insuring taxpayers <clears throat> excuse me against borrowers default. And so what does that mean? Well, there's a way of insuring the loans. So we we pay for insurance when we're getting the loan and how much uh I'm in quotations now, insurance we pay is going to depend on how good or bad our credit is. And so the worse your credit is, the more fees you're going to pay to insure the loan because there's more likelihood, obviously, of you defaulting on that mortgage than someone who has excellent credits, always paid their bills, and uh, has high income, all that, all that stuff. So a lot of things go into um, factoring in how, you know, what your interest rate's going to be, you know, what you're going to borrow, all that stuff. So a lot of that, that plays into, you know, what's your LTV? How much are you putting down on a property? Um have you bought a house before? You know, these are some things that kind of play into that, but this is why we're going to kind of tie this in to, to talk a little bit today about credit scores as well. Hot topic, because credit affects everything. And now we're seeing the controversy here is that my good credit, I'm going to pay a penalty in essence because I have good credit so that I can help a person who doesn't have good credit get a house or pay less fees. So here's here's what this looks like, Okay. So this, by the way, this impacts no one, zero people who already have a mortgage. If you already have a mortgage, there's no retroactive 
a fee that's going to come back onto your mortgage. This is something that only affects people getting a new mortgage. If you own your house outright, you don't have a mortgage. It obviously doesn't affect you. However, if you go to get a new mortgage, this is where this would come into play. So if you have a score of 640 to 659, that's considered fair. And so if you had a 5% down payment, the fee was, it used to be, before May 1st, 2.75% of whatever you borrowed. And so that's around, if it's a $200,000 house, it's around $5,000 or so. Well, the fee is moving to 1.5%. So that, that would bring it from around 5000 to 3000 which is good, right? It's good for someone who um, has fair credit, marginal credit. They're good enough to get a loan, but, you know, not great. However, this is the rub, right? So if your score is 740 to 759 that's good credit. That's very good credit. Um, so if you have a 20% down payment, the LLPA, well, this is this loan level pricing adjustment, used to be around, um, I guess, 1%. So it would be around $1,000 uh, or maybe it's less than that. It's a half a percent, something like that. So, But basically it's going to $2,000. So you are paying more. The person with worse credit is paying less. So what is that? That sounds like a little bit of redistribution going on there. Um, is that what it is? Well, when you read the reports, it's weird because, well, nothing's really changing. We're not really doing anything new. This is nothing new. Um, this is just to kind of uh, level out the loan stuff. All that's true, but it is increasing the cost for someone with fantastic credit and lowering the cost for someone with fair credit. So is that fair? I don't think so, but I'll let you be the judge of that. So, you can read different reports, and it's interesting when you read these reports, the the folks defending it don't really answer, did it change the bar? It does. They, they kind of admit it, but they're like, well, you know, they, they kind of walk around the issue instead of just saying, yes, it increases it for people with better credit. The answer is yes. Okay, so it, it is true. And uh, so if you look this up, it's it's true. However, this LLPA has been around since 2008, been there a long time. So what does this mean? So we talked about a $200,000 house. Someone with great credit is going to double, in essence, the amount they're paying on their um, insurance, if you will. So um, to, to kind of give you an idea, NAR, which is the National Association of Realtors, has come out against this as well because it's just not, it's not really fair. You know, people with good credit should be able to, you know, take use of the, the the credit that they take they've taken time to cultivate because i don't know about you but if you've ever had a ding in your credit it takes time to get it straight and if you miss payments on on things your credit is going to go down the people who don't miss payments make sure you pay every month on time um, it's because of effort it's because they've decided that they want to take real serious um, control of their their finances so not necessarily fair. NAR has come out against it. It doesn't matter because it's already in effect. It effect started May 1st. So um, we're getting ready to go on a break. But before we do, um, I've heard some people say, well, we should just go with the lower score. Um, it doesn't matter anymore. That's a completely wrong thing to think. You still need great credit because you're still going to pay more if your credit is not good. You, you're, the best thing you can do is have stellar credit. Um, it's going to help you in multiple areas. And um, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about credit in a little bit more detail 
why it's so important. Um, even if you don't plan on buying a house, why it's important because it doesn't just affect home buying. Obviously it affects all kinds of things, even insurance. When you go to get insurance, uh, oftentimes insurance companies will pull your credit um, because if you don't pay any of your bills, they would consider that you're a higher risk of other things. Um, you know, maybe that's not fair, but that's how it works right right now. And so your FICO, FICO score, your credit bureau scores are important, and you need to check those regularly. So before we go to break, make sure you take down the phone number. If you want to call us, 803-799-8255. Chad today solo with you only me but it seems so intimate I feel like we're having a cup of coffee together so welcome in and remember you can call in if you have a question or comment this is a a great comment if or a great uh time to have a comment if you have some question about um your your credit score what's a what uh, credit bureaus report you know all these different things and I'm sure if you've been alive for any length of time, you may have had a uh, error on your credit report. Uh, there's a interesting, uh, when I look up my name, when I've had background checks and, and things like this and on my credit, there's another Chad Jordan, I think in somewhere in Ranger. I don't know where Ranger is, but he lives there and he's not me. Um, but he always shows up when I pull uh, when anybody pulls my, my credit for some reason, I don't know why. So I always have to kind of flag that. So if you're listening and you want to co- call in, have a comment, 803-799-TALK. That's 803-799-8255. Remember, if you want to check out our show after hours at any time at your convenience, you can go to palmettorealestatepros.com. Well, our show today, we're talking about mortgages and uh, really this loan level price adjustment that's made it into the news here recently, um, which is a new rule that took effect May 1st that effectively, um, I don't know if you'd say penalized, but it charges higher fees for people with good credit, putting a lot of money down, um, and lower fees for people who have marginal credit, putting less money down. And here's another example um, that where, where you see this. So, um, what we were talking about is a score of like 640 to 659. That's considered fair. And we use the example of someone putting 5% down. Their their fee would have been on a $200,000 mortgage, $5,000. It's moving to three. However, that same 200000 with a person who has very good credit, 740 to 759, their fees would go, would about double. And this is a, someone putting 20% down. Here's another example. On a $400,000 mortgage with a 740 score with 20% down, the fee is going from around $2,000 to about $3,500. That's not insignificant. I mean, it's probably not going to kill the deal. Possibly could, but, you know, that's that's a $1,500 difference. Now, if you're at $400,000 and you have a 640 score and you're only putting 3% down, 
it will decrease from around 11000 Now, check this out, to, to 6000 That's on a $400,000 mortgage. So this is significant. And so to me, if you're putting less money down and your credit is worse, it seems logical that you would have higher fees to insure that loan. That's, you know, so what they're doing is taking the fees from the person with better credit to level out the the industry. Um, could that be redistribution? Well, I'll let you decide. Uh, so this brings up another topic. So why do you want good credit? And this is uh, something that, you know, I know uh, we have Dave Ramsey coming up later in the day, comes on every day, I believe, on this very station. And so uh, Dave Ram- Ramsey's philosophy is, Basically, don't borrow anything, you know, get rid of all debt, which in principle, I agree with that. Um, the The problem is that if you have no debt, if you have zero debt, then how are the credit bureaus going to score you? Guess what they're going to score you? Zero. And uh, if you've ever watched Dave Ramsey, he's gotten his he's pulled his credit report before. And when he reads it, it says there is not enough information to. Uh, get a score for this individual something like that because he has zero credit and now if you can get there great and you have money um, and and erica is not with us today but she would tell you that it's not impossible to get a mortgage with zero credit you just have to build other trade lines it takes a little bit longer you can do it they have to manually underwrite the mortgage so i'm not telling you that's a bad thing i'm just going to it takes a little bit more and the lender is going to have to be on board with doing a manual underwriting because it's so easy for the lender to go in and plug your information in your credit, your income and get an automatic underwriting uh, guidelines for your mortgage. Now, Erica could clarify this a lot. This is why you need to listen on Tuesday. Also every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Listen to Erica. She's great. She can tell you all the details that I'm sure I'm missing in some, in some ways. So what you want to do is, Check your FICO score. So whether they're charging a little bit more to offset the people who have fair credit, you're still better off having great credit because you're going to pay less overall, even if they've changed the rules a little bit. So what is what does FICO mean? You know, people said, well, my my credit score, my FICO score. Um, So this is what the industry will use. And that stands for Fair Isaac Corporation. They develop this method of calculating your credit scores based on the information that the credit reporting agencies report. So that brings up another question. Who are these agencies? And where do they get my information from? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Who knows where they get it? So here's how it works, right? You go get a credit card or you go buy a car. They're probably going to report that um, that payment history somewhere. So there's three basic credit reporting agencies in the United States. So trivia question, right? All you guys listening who can call in and tell us the name of the three credit reporting bureaus? I'm not going to tell you, but there's three. What that means is you may, you will have three different scores. So your FICO is not just one score. It could be three different scores from three different bureaus. And the question of the day is, who are those bureaus? Um, you should know this, right? You could even Google it. It's very easy to find, but they're, they're in different parts of the country. And so uh, one of them is in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I think one is on the West Coast, and I don't know where the other one's at, but it doesn't matter because they kind of control your financial destiny in a sense, what they report, who they, uh, you know, who is, who are these companies they gather this information from? Well, they'd be your credit cards, 
your mortgage company, your car, where you bought your car from. If, you, if you're borrowing money, they're going to report that information. And this is why it's difficult if you have no credit because there's nothing to report. So are you a good risk? Guess what the lender's going to say? Probably not because I don't know what the risk is. I have nothing to base it on. That's why that's difficult. So if you're a cash buyer, and we have tenants who only pay with cash and money order, and so that's fine. However, it's kind of hard to um, verify information if it's just cash. And um, we've had this happen before where people have paid all their bills. They're like, like so, you know, they, they, they watch this every month. I'm paying all my bills, but they pay all their bills by cash, and they have no credit. And then they try to get a loan, and it's difficult. And it's difficult because they have no record. And so you have to build trade lines out. So your electric bill, maybe that could be a trade line. I don't know. You'd have to manually underwrite that information. And so you want to make sure you have good credit if you can. And so how do you do that? Well, you could get a credit card or attempt to get a credit card. One of my daughters just got a credit card. And, you know, it's kind of like, I'm glad in a sense, but I'm also a little fearful. You know, that's like a loaded weapon in your pocket, right? That credit card is, could be dangerous, right? Because it's great to have credit, but what do you do with the credit? Yeah, you swipe. <laughs> or now you can tap. You could just tap. It's even easier. Whatever we can do to make it easier to get that money, that credit out of your pocket or out of, off of that card onto something that you don't need maybe, they want to do. So keep this in mind when you get credit. I mean, it's it's the craziest thing because uh, lenders want to see that you have access to credit, but not use it. Right? So how how good are you at this balance, right? So if you have a credit card and you, you use it for gas, let's say, uh, maybe that's a good option. You just get gas. You're going to have to get gas anyway. Put it on a credit card. Here's the problem. You better pay that at the end of the month because if you get gas this month on a credit card, and then get gas next month on a credit card, and you're only paying the minimums, you're going to be in trouble real quick. Because if you're spending $200 a week or, um, you know, every other week on gas, so you're looking at $400 a month, and you haven't, you're haven't, you just paying the minimums for three months, you're going to have a pretty good credit card bill pretty soon. So you want to make sure you're using credit wisely. And that's what the lender's looking for, that you're wisely using your credit and the percentage of your credit you're using. If you're tapping out your credit availability every month, the lender's not going to like that because they're going to see you as a high risk that you need the credit cards to support your lifestyle. And so they're not going to want to put you in a house because you're tapped out on your credit lines. How are you going to pay a house payment? So you need to keep these things in mind and talk to someone like Erica before you, you start the process of if you're wanting to look at a house or, or whatever. And, I think we got about less than two minutes here, but you also, this is whether you're looking at residential, commercial, lenders are going to look at your credit history because they want to see the risk that you, you, you may entail uh, for them to loan you money. Now, there are no credit um, reporting or, or uh, where some companies that will lend you money that has nothing to do with your credit. Guess what the interest rate is going to be? A lot higher. Um, you know, so like a collateralized loan, collateralized by something else. Maybe you can get a loan like that. Um, so we talk about this with hard money. 
a lot of hard money lenders with uh, real estate investors. They don't use your credit. Uh, all, many of them do, though. They look at both. They look at the credit and the property you're buying to use that as collateral. So they want both because uh, nobody wants to lend money and then take back the product they're lending the money on. Their job is to lend money. Where they make money is lending money, not in taking the assets that you buy with the money. They don't necessarily want that. They want you to pay the payments. And guess what they do with that? They package your loans together and they sell them to make money. That's what they do. And so um, when we come back from the break, we're going to break down a little bit more what the FICO score entails, what what lenders look for, kind of some ideas. Now, these aren't hard and fast rules. These are just principles. And so as we go through these things, um, I'm not telling you something that's 100% every time because there's nuances in your credit. You could have a high credit card, but everything else is low. Um, and so there may be some things you can do to increase your credit score we'll talk about. And so uh, hang on through the break. We'll see you back here in about two minutes. estate pros with just i guess today we'll call it the real estate pro no s today only chad so welcome back um you can reach us live on the radio here at 803-799-TALK that's 803-799-8255 and if you weren't here for the first part of the show certainly listen in at the palmetto real estate pros.com but we were talking about this this uh, new rule that went into effect on may 1st uh, the loan level price adjustment, which isn't new, began in 2008 during the financial crisis. But uh, there's some controversy now because the requirements or the adjustments have changed somewhat that um, that affects good borrowers putting down, uh, you know, 20 percent money. Um, and they're paying basically more now than they were before. And the people with lesser grade credit, fair credit are paying less um, for for that mortgage. So these are more these are not things you pay out of pocket when you go to get your mortgage. These are these are fees charged on top of the mortgage that affect you every month as you are in that house. Uh, you you could choose to prepay these fees, but most people choose to just roll all the fees in with the mortgage. So something to consider, but this brought up a topic of the day is why you need good credit and what do these credit reporting bureaus report and how do you get your credit in better shape. And um, so um, these these the score we're talking about is called your FICO score. And we had a question out there, and I'm not going to answer this. You're going to have to look this up yourself or someone's going to have to call in. What Who are the three credit reporting bureaus in the United States? And so with that being said, we know it's three and this is interesting because a lot of people think, well, when I go to get a mortgage, they just uh, they'll average the the three scores together, and that'll be the score that the lender uses, or they'll take my highest one, or they'll take my lowest one. Well, that's not true. What they do is they take your middle score. It's not an average. So if you have a score of six forty on one credit reporting bureau, seven twenty on one, and seven hundred on another, they're going to take the middle score, which would be the seven hundred score. This is why you need to look at your credit, and you really need to look at the three credit reporting bureaus each. 
because they could have differences that aren't showing up on one. You could be getting, you know, if you have a um, another credit card you pay or something, a lot of times they, they will offer you a free look at your credit score. And so you can get those things each um, each month when you look. But you want to make sure that you, you look at all three of those bureaus, and I'll give you a, a resource to go to that you can check that out. I think we have a caller on the line. Who do we have with us today? Good morning. It's Ken. How are you doing today, Chad? Hey, how are you? All right. Those three credit bureaus are Experion, TransUnion, and Equifax. Well, you get the prize of the day. I wish I had a gold star. That's exactly <laughs> right. Thank you for calling in because that's exactly who those uh, credit reporting bureaus are. And um, not necessarily that you need to know them, but you do need to know that you're getting three different scores from three different bureaus. Thank you, Ted. I appreciate it. Do you have anything else you wanted to comment on? Yeah, and the thing about it, though, is, is some companies don't report to all three credit bureaus. Like, I've, I've had accounts that will be on Equifax, not on TransUnion, and not on Experion. So it just depends on certain companies. Even when they pull your credit, some will only pull from Equifax. That's exactly right. So, you know, and uh, it's it's really it, it's really no steadfast way of how they do these things. And they also say that what you see on your credit report is not the same as what a lender may see when they pull your credit. Isn't this interesting? So this is why this is so important. Thank you so much, Ted, for calling in. And um, uh, it's Ken, Ken, Ken. I'm sorry, Ken. So I, I'm having a problem <laughs> right. last week and this week. I'm getting people's names wrong. So <laughs> apologize. So thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. And so I wanted to talk about the credit bureaus, what they look at, or what lenders typically are looking at. And so regularly seeing your score is going to be important. And I told you I'd give you a resource. And this is a free resource, and it does not affect your credit. So you can go to this this website, and you get um, a, a free credit report um, every year. And I think this is important. And if you go to annualcreditreport.com, this is a free site that you can go to. That gives you your credit report. Now, they may not give you your scores because they're in it to make a little dollar here and there, too. So what they're probably going to do is if you want your scores, you may have to pay a little bit to get your scores. But your report will be free. And that's important, too, because you want to look at your report from the three bureaus. It will give you that report. And so um, like a lender like Erica, when she gets the report, it's called a tri-merge report, I believe. I may get be getting some of these technical names wrong but they get a report that has all of the bureaus kind of consolidated into one report but these are some of the things that that a um that that lenders are going to look at your score is calculated using the positive and the negatives on your credit report so it summarizes this risk to lenders um, with this fico score and there's five categories of information here's how it break the breakdown works and and it and the significance of those so your payment history is going to calculate for about 35% of your score. So if you don't pay any of your bills, guess what that's going to do to your score? It's going to be bad. So you want to pay your bills. Number one thing you can do if you're trying to get your credit in better shape is pay your bills. Now, if you want to pay your bills off like Dave Ramsey and, and get out of debt completely, that's going to be fantastic. Um, but you do want to have some credit because if you look at the, the – um, the rest of these, you'll see how this kind of plays in. So your payment history is 35%. The amount you owe on your the credit bureaus or your credit cards or your mortgage, that's about 30% of your score. So 
if you have five credit cards with a total credit line of all of them, you combine them all and they're, uh, you know, $20,000 and you owe $18,000, that's going to negatively affect your credit score because you owe so much. Now, you they typically what I've heard is they want to see you below 50 percent. I've heard some say below 30 percent of whatever your available credit is. And so this is why if your credit score is low, what you may want to do is I'm not telling you what to do. OK, and I'm not Dave Ramsey. <laughs> so but you may want to do if your credit is good is get another card and put some take money off of the other ones to, to level out your um, your your total um, debt owed. And so this is why my personal belief is don't di- get rid of all your credit because then you have nothing to report. There's nothing to report. Keep something and you don't necessarily have to have a, uh, a balance on it, but keep them open, you know, and, and Erica can help you with that more if you're trying to get a mortgage. Length of your credit history is 15%. And so, you know, my young daughter's here, um, very young, right? Um, she's listening in, in the studio today. So the, when you're just starting out, you don't have a history. And so that's going to play into your credit, um, what your credit score is, what your FICO score is. So the length of history is about 15%. And so one of the things I did, and I got this information from Erica, she mentioned that this is a good idea when you have kids. So like when my children were in college, um, and one of them still is in college, I got a, um, I got them added on to my, uh, discover card as an authorized user um you know and i i don't remember i think i gave them a card they got because they got a card or the they sent the discover sent me a card and i sent it to them temporarily i had to take that back after after a while but it increased their credit score and so because they were getting the benefit of my credit my history on their credit reporting um you know, however those credit reporting um, things work. So they got the the benefit vicariously of established good credit score. It's something that you could do. Now, again, I'm not an expert on um, finances, so if you want to be completely debt-free, go that route. I'm just telling you this is what they look at. And so when you are in that mode of trying to find out how to get a house, you want to look at these things. Uh, because this is what the, the lenders look at. The types of credit you have is going to be about 10%. So what does that mean? Well, do you have mortgages or do you only have credit cards? Do you have a mix of credit? So this is this is what they use. And, you know, maybe it's not fair. Maybe you think it's not right, but this is what they use. So, you know, we're we're living in the world that we have right now. <laughs> so if you like, you know, I like paying cash and, um, you know, having... Uh, people write letters saying that I've paid all my bills. Well, that's not how it works right now. You can build other credit, credit lines, but this credit reporting agencies that Ken had mentioned, Experian, uh, TransUnion, and, and Equifax are the, the companies that uh, get this information, this data from lenders, and they source it, and then they give us a credit score. Payment history is 35%. Amount you owe is about 30%. Length of credit history, 15. New credit opened, about 10. The types of credit you have, about 10%. And so one that's not in here is um, something that could affect your score is the uh, inquiries. It's not a huge uh, dent in your credit, but if a lender is looking at your credit and you've been to 30 different places looking for a car loan 
and car loans are notorious for this take you know pulling your credit tons of times with different lenders um, then that that would significantly it could significantly affect your credit so you got to make sure when uh, when you're out there looking for credit or looking to buy something that they're not just taking your information and plugging it in all these various places because it could affect your credit um, Erica what I've heard that she can do is a soft pull, which gives you the score, gives her the score, but doesn't affect your credit. And when you're ready to get financing, they'll do a, a hard pull. And I don't think it's going to affect your credit tremendously, but you do want to make sure you're watching those things. So in our last minute, this is what I would encourage you to do is go online and get your credit report, annualcreditreport.com. Check it out. Um, get your scores. There's other places you can do it. Credit Karma. There's tons of places out there now that you can monitor your credit. You want to make sure you're doing that and um, make sure you pay your bills and uh, checking out these things so that you're not surprised one day. This is That's the worst, right? Just like when we were talking about houses and due diligence and inspections. What you don't want to happen is think, man, my credit's great. I paid all my bills. And then you go to get financing and find out uh, something showing as a default or, uh, you know, even a phone bill. Uh, we've seen phone bills be where people didn't pay their phone bill and Verizon or whoever reports it on your credit that you left owing a bill. Um, and that's, you know, that's not good either. That'll affect your credit. So we've only got about 10 seconds. So uh, on the other side of the break, feel free to call in 803-799-TALK, 803-799-8255. Hang on through the break. Be back. See you shortly. State Pro, no S today because it's just me solo. Hope I'm doing okay, trying to make it through this day, but I'm going to try to finish it out strong, okay? So hang in there. Call us if you have a question or comment at 803-799-TALK. That's 803-799-8255. And remember our um, After Hours <laughs> podcast, palmettorealestatepros.com. And so we wish uh, Larry, my father, the wise one, well. He is under the weather today, so say your prayers for him if you uh, have a moment today. And uh, Dawn and Erica, I think, are out um, traveling, so uh, safe travels to them. So our show today, we start off with the LLPA, which is a loan-level price adjustment, which took effect for all mortgages um, beginning May 1st. And unfortunately, Erica is not here to address any inconsistencies that I've reported to you today. But I'm sure if you listen in to her show every Tuesday at 9 o'clock, you're going to hear a lot of information and she can uh, address some of these issues um, perfectly for you. So basically what this is, this loan level price adjustment is it's changing the way uh, loans are insured. So in essence, they're charging people with good credit with money down, 20% down, more to insure or fees, I, I should say, to borrow that money than people with um, lower credit scores, with a fair credit score. And so uh, it's, it's kind of flopping the situation where you're still going to be better off having great credit. You're still much better off um, making sure that you're 
paying your bills on time, all that stuff. And uh, it just kind of gives the, the folks with fair credit a bit of a, a relief, um, but it's taking it from the people with the good credit. So that's what's happening. And so that's what brought us to the topic of the day really was what is your FICO score? How is it calculated? Who who do, who gets this information and calculates it? Where does it come from? And uh, we talked about your FICO scores as Fair Isaac Credit um, Bureau. Uh, they they uh, gather all this information from the trade bureaus or for from the uh, credit reporting bureaus, Experian, TransUnion, and Experian. Uh, okay, that's three. Yes. <laughs> so when they when they report this information, your your we mentioned before the break that your payment history is really important. The amount you owe is really important. The length of your credit history, and the types of credit you have. And I added in there inquiries. If you're um, looking for loans or looking to borrow money from a lot of different places, that's going to negatively affect your score as well. So why? Would you need to check it? So this score is provided based on the information that's in these credit reporting uh, agencies. It's a snapshot. And so, um, and this says, according to FICO, 88% of the population experiences no change or changes to their credit credit score by more than 20 points month to month. Now, that could be a lot, though, 20 points. But this kind of, it, it should be kind of stable, but it can change significantly. Uh, in a good way, if you decided, you know what, I've got some money, I'm going to pay off or pay down significantly a credit card I have. That's going to increase your credit score because you're showing less um, percentage of the amount you owe now. So that's going to be good for you. And the same thing as happens on the other side of that. If you have tax bills due and you don't have the money and you decide, I'll put it on a credit card. Well, that could affect you negatively because you're adding to your um, the amount you owe. So these credit scores differ. Um, and so this is a question, right? Why do they differ from one agency to another? Because not every agency, and I believe our caller mentioned this, not every re- credit reporting agency reports the same thing. Some companies report only to Equifax. Some report to all three bureaus. Some report only to Experian. And so this is why you need all three of those those uh, those scores or those reports. Lenders use different kinds of FICO scores depending on the type of loans they provide. The scores uh, from TransUnion maybe look different than Experian or Equifax. And really all of them, though, are just a snapshot of time, and they vary month to month. So 90% of the top lenders, though, you need to be aware of this, use FICO scores in their decisions. And so... Um, scores may show other reports, but this is the the main thing that they're going to use is this FICO score. So if it's a snapshot, then you need to look at your credit report, you know, regularly, not just once. And so there's places you can do that. There's some that you, you, um, you know, online that are maybe more reputable than others. But what I've noticed is that all of them that, you know, if you're, you're getting a company that's free, that reports your credit, they're going to probably try to sell you stuff. And this is what, why, you, you know, it's going to maybe a little frustrating because if you're using a free service, they're free because they are making money on advertisements that other, pl- other things place there. And so 
If you're on one of these free credit reporting agencies and you just want to get your score, that's fine. They're probably you're going to probably get offers for credit cards, offers for things, because they know if you're looking at your credit, you're more financial conscious, and so they're going to try to push the advertisement that caters to the people that are checking their credit regularly. Not a bad thing. You just need to be aware of it. And uh, you know, look, we're we're all being sold stuff every day. If you go on Google. They know what you're. They know what you like. They know where you go. Um, you know this is why we get these advertisements. So make sure you go. We mentioned this before to annualcreditreport.com. Now there was advertisements years ago. And I haven't seen them in a while. But freecreditreport.com. They had songs and all that stuff. That's not the site you want to go to. Not freecreditreport.com. Not okay. You want to go to annualcreditreport.com. And so this is a this is a site that gives you your free credit report once a year, and it does not affect your credit score. So this is a place you want to check out. And I, I had a question over the break about what happens when you pay off loans. How long are they reporting? And I guess it's kind of a interesting question because we, we just saw that the credit reporting agencies report things every 30 days. So if you've paid something off, that's going to help your credit score. But next month, if you go borrow that much money that you paid off or more, it's going to come right back and negatively affect you again. So it helps because it shows, hey, they've had credit. They've paid credit off. That's part of that length of credit history. It shows that you have a history of paying things off and paying your bills on time, but it's not static. It 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 changes from month to month. And so keep that in mind. So this annualcreditreport.com um, is is important. You want to do that once a year. It's free. And so what happens if you find things on your credit that are incorrect? Well, you need to dispute those things. And uh, so uh, we should get someone on here that's an expert in credit because uh, we had someone, in, uh, an agent in our office that was an expert in uh, credit. And uh, you should dispute all the things that aren't correct. You don't need to go into details or make See, the credit reporting bureaus have to document why what they're reporting is correct. This is part of the law. And so if you say, I dispute that, it's not correct, they have to prove why it's correct. Now, they very well may can do it very quickly. But if they can't, guess what? It must come off of your credit report in the next cycle. And I believe that's correct. So make sure you check it. And if there's things on there you don't recognize, you don't think are correct, dispute those things. Um, and there's some that say you should dispute everything. I mean, I don't know about that, but there are some uh, companies that say just dispute it all because they have to prove it, and if they don't prove it, then it falls off your credit, even if it's correct. So I would talk to someone else about that. Erica can even put in scenarios in the reporting stuff that they use. Um, so it's good because, you know, they'll tell you if you pay off this, this is maybe what your credit score will look like because sometimes you don't want to just – cancel stuff or pay it off you want to check with an expert before you do it especially if you're looking to buy a house or or get something uh, on credit uh, check before you just do things because you think it's best check with the expert so we're not the credit expert but we can get you in touch with some credit experts like erica hill west and uh, again listen in on tuesdays to her show you can get more information about this but this is important because if you're looking to get into real estate uh, residential, commercial, people do want to know that you're worthy of lending money to. 
And the best way that they do that right now is through your credit reporting, uh, what reports on those credit bureaus through your FICO score. Make sure you check that. Um, so remember, next week we'll be here live as well, the same time, the same channel. And you can't call in now because there's not time. But we will point you to the Palmetto Real Estate, actually, Palmetto, not the Palmetto Real Estate Pros.com. And um, hopefully next week, People will be well back in town, and you won't have to just listen to my voice. But um, hang in there, and uh, this is a great day. It's a great weekend. The weather's awesome, so have a wonderful weekend for those who are out there uh, listening. And uh, we're going to have Erica back next week. And before we go, what maybe what we should mention is that it still is a great time to buy a house. Um, it's still the interest rates were were or the fed raised interest rates by a quarter point but it's still a great time to own a house we bring these things up about credit not to um, dissuade you just so that you have the information so that you can make the best choice possible hopefully we'll see you again next week until then have a great weekend Admit it, you've been woken out of a home improvement fever dream after an HGTV binge session and believed you could be a house flipper. Well, that dream is more realistic than you thought. Let the pros at the Palmetto Real Estate Group of SC guide you through the investment and rehab process. And let's make those dreams come true. Learn more at palmettoreg.com.